I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Eddie Gonzalez of the boardroom. What up, baby? Yes, sir. What's going on, fellas? Man, we here. Man, this dude's cool level stays on 10 all of the time. (laughs) All the time. Like, all All the the time. time. That's our South Sac, though, man. That's That's what happened in South Sac. Hey, you you know what it is, man. man. (laughs) Hey. Weigh in, man. Come on. You know what everybody's talking about. Weigh in on it. That's, I think that's your boy, too. Man. Is that your guy? I think, I think that's your boy. The rear naked choke? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I heard y'all talking. I know y'all are wrestling fans, but this is quite the face turn for uh, Rudy Gobert. Oh, man. Crazy, right? <laughs> for a player, I just absolutely despise. Not only is he playing great defense this year, mm. now I'm like, Yo, why did he do that to Rudy? What is this doing? Right. So it's been quite right. the face. You're looking no, the I defensive mean, player of the year trophies. That's why he did it. Rudy Gobert I got had, three of them. I had an anonymous, anonymous NBA player text me today, and it was literally just a link to this video. It says Draymond's uh, Hall of Fame highlight reel will have no basketball players, and it's just a minute of assaults, <laughs> oh, kicks to the groin, chokes, crazy screens. And it was just like, all right, this is just the this is just the the, the nature of the beast right now. But I, I respect Draymond as a player. I respect what he does. But at at some point, yes, this is the guy that he is. He back to back games yeah. got ejected. They yep. lost both games, close mm-hmm. games, two close games. Uh, you're actively hurting your team, bro. Like that. Let me ask you guys this: This is I asked this in like the group chat. Mm-hmm. How many titles has Draymond realistically cost the Golden State Warriors in the last ten years? Cost none. He helped them win one. That's it. He helped what them. What about sixteen? They're no, he didn't. Caught, no, no. I'm not giving him that. They I'm not pretty, giving him that. They're pretty adamant. If he plays in game five or six, they, they can be. The well, he played adamant. They can. They can. He do nothing. They can be adamant all he want to. He had the game of his life in game seven. And then, and then, and then he he pushes Brody out. You yeah, know yes. that that's you. We, we'll count that as one, like mystically one. Yeah. Like what are we? What are we saying here? Now he's pushed another person out, and he, so I mean, I so, so I, I I took your I took your question. Like that's a that's a fair point because we were we were kind of talking about this in a roundabout mm-hmm. way earlier mm-hmm. with Kyle when we were talking about Jordan Poole and running Jordan Poole out, and then the Kevin Durant scenario. Right. Um, that's a it's a it's a it's a and, it's a fair question, and that was Kenny's point. Yeah, and at the at the very least. In the last year of, of Kevin Durant, if if you know injury happened or whatever, but still the vibes were crazy yeah. because of what happened that year. The vibes were that was always underlining what happened that in that Clippers game 
for the rest of the year as opposed to like a last dance type feel like, hey, let's galvanize, let's get together. Maybe they eventually got to that because they did get to the NBA Finals. But I don't know. I always felt like that was in the back of everybody's mind that year as well. I have a really well-deserved reputation as like a Warriors hater. I don't hate the Warriors. I actually really like a lot of their players. But it is fascinating. It's one of the most – I kind of like brushed under the rug stories of the last couple of years. He punched his teammate for the world to see. Everybody involved was like, that was not normal. That's mm-hmm. not something we see at work in the NBA. It's, it's very, very odd. And then the organization chose him over the teammate. And not only that, but pretty vocally chose him yeah. and threw the other guy under the bus. That's just yeah. like, I can't believe that happened the way that happened. And so, it, it's it's a fascinating story. Let it not be lost on you, though. The Wolves went into their gym twice this week. Yep. Sent them boys home in very various ways. Yep. And showed that they're real. So like, don't let that part be lost on you. I like my guy Ant Man needs his credit. Nah, he he's that dude. And and I want to talk a little bit about just the basketball aspect of the Warriors. I think what those two games showed, and the game on Saturday against Cleveland, is they do have some real issues. You know, as far as being able to defend, you know, the bigger teams and being able to defend like star players like Donovan, like uh, Ant Man, we've seen Fox go off on him, and and all, like they they got some issues they're trying to work on. That's before we talk about that whole stat they had where nobody scored over twenty except for Steph Curry. Like, do you think this is just a rough patch for them, or they got issues that a season long could stay with them? Well, all last year, I was the guy that was like, they're fine, they're fine. I trust them, they're fine, they're fine. And they look fine in, in round one. And they, they gutted it out against the Kings, and, and it was like, okay, this is the worst we expected. But then you think about it a little bit, like, they did need 50 from Steph in game seven. They did need a lot to go on. They needed a, a you know, much ballyhooed about speech from Steph on the bus on the way to game <laughs> seven to even do that. Yeah. And then they unceremoniously lose to the Lakers, and you kind of see all the warts at that time. So – they're in a weird spot. I mean, they trust their system. They trust what they do. They're, they're going to run that stuff to the end of the end of time, and they're going to run all their off-ball stuff with Steph and Clay, and they're going to say, look, at the end of the day, we have those guys, and we can outshoot you. And then Draymond and Kevon Looney and, and Andrew Wiggins and GP2, they make us be able to defend well enough that it's fine, and they're more battle-tested than everybody else in the league. Mm-hmm. What but, do you think? Sorry, go ahead. But what I mean is they've seen every bit of the playoffs and every different type of game you can see. They, they, they've been in the toughest settings possible. Mm-hmm. They just won a title two years ago, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, with a lot of the same principal characters. But they're going to trust that to the end of earth. But there are definitely warts. They're having issues scoring. Look at them last night. Without Steph, they're having issues scoring. Late in the game, they're having issues. They go through a drought. They're, they're, they're relying on Dario Saric. They're doing all this mm-hmm. stuff. They have the Draymond issue they have. And then you have Andrew Wiggins isn't shooting well. Clay Thompson doesn't look like himself. And he didn't last year, and he found a groove, and it goes back and forth. But he is a guy with multiple leg surgeries. He's getting right. older. He's getting long in the tooth. He's not defending like he used to. Right. It's it's This isn't the same team. It, it shouldn't be. It, like 2017 is six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, they'll always be dangerous. They'll always feel dangerous. And they have Steph Curry, one of the best players in the world, who he can give you 50 in game seven if need be. Do you have an opinion <laughs> on what Adams should do regarding Draymond Green in his latest week of incidents? I see my guy Evan Turner say, hey, he's trying to break up the fight. In a sense, he is. I, I know that in that's, some – It's a hell of some, a strategy. Uh, and, let's, and let's also be – there wasn't even a fight. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's not even like it was a fight. 
a, a lot of the messaging you get a lot of times as you come up is like, don't grab your teammate because mm-hmm. you'll end up getting hit or something. You'll, mm-hmm. you'll end up with the Dr. J situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so look, and then Kerr says, oh, well, I saw Rudy grab Clay's next, so he grabbed, grabbed Rudy's. Mind you, Rudy's like a foot taller. Like he, Draymond reached up to get Buddy's next. So mm-hmm. um, I think he's going to make an example out of him. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. five games, eight games. I don't know what it is, but he's going he's gonna to make it a lot. And uh, they'll appeal it, but he deserves it. Like he, he's the 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 situation with Ant three games ago was yeah. bad. The situation with Donovan was bad. This is like this is repeated offender. He's a habitual line stepper, <laughs> and you have to set some precedence. But again, this is a guy who last year punched his teammate in the face, missed two preseason games. He probably wasn't going to play in. Mm-hmm. Made a documentary, spoke about it, showed up in the arena. Didn't 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 stay away from the facility as the suspension dictates, mm. and and continued to come around and just spit in the face of any and all discipline. So I expect him to suspend him for quite some time. And I then talked about it again, like the third game of the year this year, <laughs> right? Bro, Yo, he does a story with my guy, Sam Sharani, and essentially says, oh, I was muted all season long, and then I had this incident, I finally spoke of it, and I feel like we're back. No, you're muted because you punched your teammate in the right. face. Right. Like, nobody will, yeah, of course you're on eggshells. You punched the young guy who they gave the $100 million contract to. It's not okay. So I don't think he's going to care. I think he'll come back in, in, in December, and he'll start pushing people around again, and it, it is what it is. He already told us he ain't changing. He's like, that's what I do. It's what I, there's nothing that could happen that could get him to change. Like he's he is who he is, and I guess Warrior fans will accept it and, and try to just keep on going for the ride. Um, I do want to ask you to go go around the re- league a little bit more. The Philadelphia 76ers. I was wrong about them. I thought they had no shot at the time i was wondering whether or not they were going to trade james harden they eventually did or whatever but it seems like that may have freed those that team of of just bad vibes and a bad aura in that locker room and then you got tyrese Maxey, who's going crazy right now are they i thought they were like four seeded best not really any type of contender be lucky to get to the second round whatever are they potentially a little better than that definitely i mean look Last year, with all their issues they had, and then the two collapses in, in, in that playoff series with the Celtics, th- they should have beat the Celtics. They should have beat what a lot of people felt like is the best team in the East, the healthy version of the Celtics as well. Um, Tyrese Max is incredible. And I think it's just one of those situations where sometimes the guy just needs a little bit more opportunity than he's going to have next to the guys he's around, and it worked out. And, and you know, the 50 ball the other night just showed you what he could be. And if you watch them last year, they vacillated a lot between, okay, we got to play James Harden style. Okay, we got to play Joel Embiid style. Okay, Maxie's getting three minutes to run up and down and beat up everybody up and down the court. Mm-hmm. And now they have it's simplified a little bit more. I, I wonder about their wing defenders. I wonder about how they match up with certain teams going forward. But played a great game against Celtics, took care of business there. Um we look at the Bucks; they're not as strong as we kind of thought they were. Their defense is concerning everybody in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at the Heat; the Heater, we don't, we're never going to know what the Heat are until like April twenty seventh. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. um, I like the Hawks out there too, but yeah, th- yeah. that's like a terrible matchup. Philly's a terrible matchup for the Hawks. Um, they're dangerous, man. They're dangerous. As much as I sometimes hate watching Joel Embiid play, he's still one of the most dominant players in the league. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I caught you tweet that the other day. That caught me. I was like, hey, yeah, you, well, like he's show. like. He was like he was the biggest guy in the league to about two months ago, but he's he falls more than everybody. And I know they sent me the articles. He falls on purpose, trying to 
be safe and all this stuff. Yeah. But he can be a tough watch. But we're still waiting for that great playoff run from him, that Jokic playoff run that we just got, you know, mm-hmm. that dominant run. And, and, and maybe this is the year for him. He, he finally got his MVP. Um, he's motivated to win. I, I like that team a lot out there. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I feel like he was really good against Toronto, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it'll never matter because... You get elbowed in the eye and yeah. break your face. Well, you, know, so <laughs> you didn't mention in, in, your, in, in, your, in, the, in some of those teams that you just talked about there in the Eastern Conference, the team that beat Philadelphia uh, last night, and I'm curious about the... <laughs> The the Pacers who are 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 they're gunning for hundred and fifty on your head. Yeah, but they might give one fifty five up like yeah, they did. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Look, this is modern basketball, for better or for worse. And sometimes it can be a frustrating watch for an old head, but they're gonna shoot fifty threes. They're gonna say, mm-hmm. yo, we're gonna make twenty five threes. You're gonna have to beat seventy five points from three point line every night. Mm-hmm. Some nights they're gonna do it, some nights they're not. Tyrese Halliburton, I know y'all follow me on Twitter, so I give him a little smoke, but Look, it's effective. This is a style of play that is effective. And at the end of the day, you got to make the jumpers. Mm-hmm. And he's making the jumpers. He's 50, 40, 90 right now. Yep. He's incredible. He's like 98% from free throw line. So he's incredible. He's figured out a way. And this is a guy who's not uber athletic. He's not uber quick. He, he manipulates the defense in the way he does. And, and it's either – I call it the RPO in basketball. It's either mm-hmm. like, I'm going to kick to the corner or I'm going to st- shoot a step back three. Yeah. Now what I wonder about this style of play is we have not ever seen this win. We've never seen this win a title. We, we You've always need – to get tough twos, you've always needed to defend. You can't just rely on the three. Not to be Charles Barkley, but you can't be a jump shooting team in that sense. Um, so we've never seen this win. Even the Warriors that were barraging you with threes, they still go get tough buckets in the paint late. We got to see that with them. But this is a fun team. I love Benedict Matherin. I love Tyrese. I like Buddy Hill coming off the bench. Miles Turner has been incredible. He's been protecting the rim. And at the end of the day, 
a Miles Turner is what you need to make this style of play work. A big man who can run and run to the rim on these pick and rolls, or who can mess around, pop out, shoot a three. You got to honor it. That's what opens up everything for them. They're a fun watch. I wouldn't take them in a playoff series versus anybody who has like two defenders, but they are, they are a fun watch for sure. I, I I agree. I don't know if I think they kind of went overboard with like the no defense, all scoring. But uh, our producer Jesse brings up a point um, routinely, and I, I kind of agree with him. Like it's kind of the whole adage of just, you know, got to play defense and stuff like that. Nothing else matters. Kind of feels like it can't be that anymore. Like it feels like you got to have a group that can drop 120 on a number of different teams. And it seems like the Pacers are like super leaning into it. But it, you think that's kind of where the game is going a little bit, though, where you have to score 115 to 120 to be to be uh, a title contender? I, I do. I think, you know, segue here, but I think the Kings are a great example. When, when it comes down to it, they're learning to defend. And, and something I always tell people, defense is a team thing. It's not mm-hmm. about individual guys. You could take three minus defenders, but if y'all working together, you could make it work. Right. I like what the Kings have been doing on, on their end. Obviously, you have Mike Brown, who's long story history about turning defenses up on that team. I like what he's doing with Keegan Murray on that end. Like mm-hmm. He's got Keegan guarded Donovan. He's got him guarded LeBron. Like, you look at Keegan and you go, I get it. Like I did, he wasn't doing this last year, but I get why you say, "Yo, this long frame, this mobile guy, let's make him defend everybody, and, and let's figure it out." Um, but there has to be some semblance of defense, and it's it's an old adage. But in the in the playoffs, it slows down a bit now. It's still a little faster. It's still a little free free uh, plan. But you're gonna have to defend. You're gonna have to make tough buckets because at the end of the day, you're not gonna have these bad teams where you can just pick on and and shoot sixty percent from three, and, and and it's gonna be maximum effort at all times. So. That's what the difference is. Mm-hmm. You don't have the bottom five teams that you could pick on and boost these numbers up a little bit. You get into the second round, you're playing good teams, whatever it is. You might you might get a lucky out the first round, but the second round, you're going to play a good team. Right. Conference finals, you're going to play a great team. Right. You know, And so that's where you have to defend. And I think, look, the Nuggets showed that last year. We look at the Nuggets, they make a lot of threes, but they could go on the post. They could bully you with Aaron Gordon. They, you know, Jamal Murray was driving up and down the lane. You had to find these tough buckets against these teams, and they were able to do it. So you got to defend. You got to stop the other team from making them tough buckets too. Yeah. You're the, the the big three might debut tonight. Mm. Book book yep. is book. Is, it looks like book is back. Uh, KD Brad's in the lineup. We might see this new version of the Phoenix Suns for the first time, or not might we will see the the this new version of the Phoenix Suns for the first time tonight. Yeah, it looked like they're going against the uh, best defensive team in the league as well. <laughs> Hopefully all the uh, all the Timberwolves are rested up and they're playing. I know they traveled back to back. They got a tough schedule right now. But I'm excited for this matchup, man. I'm excited for these young guards watching Book and Ant play, watching, uh, you, you, you know, uh, Ant said they got they got Jaden McDaniels over there. They don't need KD. So I'm excited to see KD <laughs> versus Jaden. Uh, I'm excited to see the big fellas. I think the X factor with that team and in that game, period, it's Carl Anthony Towns had a great game last night, the, the uh, self-proclaimed greatest big man shooter of all time, and I know the percentages back him actually as well. Um, he's still figuring out his way on that team, you know, and you can tell. And and it's a tough transition passing the baton from this mm-hmm. This was Cat's team, the number one yeah. overall draft pick. It was yep. handed to him. He had all the guys with him, Wiggins with him, all that. And now it's clearly Ant's team. Personality-wise, you know, that time they missed with Cat last year, they transformed what their team is. So – it's a tough matchup for the Suns. They've been figuring out. They haven't had their full team as of yet. I don't think they have Eric Gordon tonight either. Mm. Um, they're working through it. They got to get that team together. They got to get some time under their belts. Um, 
get that get that defense gelling. Uh, it's gonna be a tough night for them. I'll say that much. You know, we've been we've been pretty positive talking about like teams that we like being positive so far. What the hell are the Clippers ever gonna win a game again? So I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> me, me, me and me and Eddie, me and me and Eddie, we 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 big boy and Andre three thousand. We 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 right here. <laughs> but when he tweet about James Harden, we we different. <laughs> we 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 Ice Cube and Easy E, you know, oh, in in the mid eighties. Like oh, we no. we are not aligned on Who's this. Who's doing no Vaseline? Well, Who's coming out with that joint? We're about to find out. I think we're <laughs> about to find out. I I watched that team and I just don't know why they made that trade. Like, what were they trying to get from James Harden that they felt like that team needed? And oh, maybe we are on the same page. Well, well this. No. So let me ask you, Eddie, real, real quick. Let me ask because I'm not saying I would have done it. But I think the thinking, and this is what I keep telling Damien, I think the thinking is they're probably sitting there, Paul George and Kawhi cannot give us 70 to 82 games and a playoff run. We need somebody to help carry the load during the regular season so they don't have to carry it. And once we get to the playoffs, then they can cook. But we have to preserve them, whether they're playing games or whether they're not playing games. If they're playing a game and maybe they don't have to get 30 that day, they can kind of chill. We just need to like get them to the playoffs so they can, you know, do what they do instead of always getting hurt by the time the playoffs come around. They looked at James possibly as saying, we know he's not a playoff performer, but he's a guy that maybe can help them get through the regular season so we can get them to the playoffs. Maybe that was their thinking. No, I think I think I understand them wanting more firepower and wanting somebody to help set the offense for them and, and run stuff for them. But he doesn't mess with that style. Like I thought James had a great year last year. He led the league in assists. He seemed to fit in more. I, I know I heard the Doc Rivers stuff about after the All-Star game, he didn't make it, and he started playing worse. I think the numbers don't even back that. Mm-hmm. He hit two big shots for them in the playoffs, and he had some bad games too. But I, I thought he had a great season last year, a great comeback season. I thought he should have been a late fill-in for All-Star. I think there's still some gas in the tank as well. I just don't know how he messes with that team. And when I watch him, I don't understand it. Like, the, did they need playmaking? Like, I Yes, but James doesn't drive to the rim like that anymore. He really doesn't finish at the rim like that anymore. Um, he, he's not a catch-and-shoot guy. You already have Russell Westbrook. Like, I just didn't understand the fit. And then it's I've seen it play out on the court, and every night they lose, and they go sit in a press conference and say, we just want James to play like James. We just want James to play like James. He's only been there two weeks, and we're already, like, you know, we're, we're already making these grand proclamations about what we need to see from him. Right. It's just such a weird fit. Look, they're not going to lose every game all year. Paul George was great yesterday. Kawhi, you know, he has he's on and off nights. Russ has his moments. They're missing Plumley. They got a bunch of stuff going on. But this is back to back year where they get this vet and they say, all right, this young guy who's playing well. Last mm-hmm. year it was Terrence Mann. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna play him so much no more. We got Russ. I like Russ. I think Russ is great for that team. And if you watch that team, they seem to follow him. Like mm-hmm. he's their guy. Paul George mm-hmm. clearly loves him. Mm-hmm. They did it again this year. Bones yep. Highland. Look. Not the biggest fan of Bones there ever was, but he was playing well. He was playing Very, well in his yep. off the bench. He was adding scoring punts. He was doing what you want from your ball handling guard off the bench. They've, they've publicly proclaimed that he's not going to play going forward. Like, we're stunting these young players. This is how you build contenders. Right. Young players who outperform their role. Look at the Nuggets last year. Look at the Warriors. When they when they were hot, that's how they do. Look at the Kings last year as well. They got young players outperforming what you would expect from them. Mm-hmm. So they have that, and they say, oh, now we're going to play the old guy. We're going to see what they do. And the old guy's underperforming. That's a bad recipe for disaster. I don't know what's going on with this Clippers team going forward. I know Kawhi and, and Paul George have one year left on their contract both. 
if I'm a contender and I'm watching this shit sink all year long, I'm I am on the phone asking about Paul George mm. until February. I am bugging about Paul George because mm-hmm. he is the one player out there that you might be able to get him for just cheap enough mm-hmm. that he can swing a conference. Mm-hmm. He's that good. He's looked great. And if he's healthy, I need to know. I'm the Knicks. I'm the Hawks. If um, you're you know, the Kings, say I'm the Kings. Yes, I need to know what Paul George is doing in February. I got to find out. Mm. It's the Bloods and Crips. I think, <laughs> I think we're, I think we're a little bit more aligned than I thought. It, we're, 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 I, 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 I was looking at some of some of Eddie's tweets. Like, oh man, he really kind of. No, I was defending him against the Mavericks guy. That was a little crazy. The commentator, like, why are we doing? Oh, that? I got yeah, you there. Yeah, yeah. that's I, what it I, was. I got you. I didn't there. have a problem with that either. I, I, I didn't, didn't have a problem with that. I, I, I thought Bally did too much with like we're moving in, and it's not, you know. It's they end up making a bigger deal. Yeah, well, was, I forgot about bigger. it That's, Saturday afternoon. Man, like, the commentator, let him. It was no big deal until they brought it back. Yeah, it was just a weird bone to pick to me. You're the Mavericks guy. Talk about the Mavericks. One by twenty. <laughs> no, that's that's, that's and, and and that's completely fair too. You brought up Bones Highland though. I looked up Bones Highland's numbers before the show. Thirteen points per game. Forty six point forty six percent from the field. Forty one percent from three. Twenty six minutes per game. Mm. I told you. I said on this show when James Harden straight marked this date. Everything is about to change for this Los Angeles Clippers team. Bones Highland since 8.7 points per game, 37% from the field, 18% for three, 18 minutes per game. The last two games, DMP CD. Ah, it's not a good one. And it's, it's, it's tough, and I feel like Russell Westbrook is trying to figure out how to play with James Harden again, and you've got this, you've just got this, it, 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 the inability to, he seems to be a player that you just can't insert to a lineup and everybody go play. Mm-hmm. There's there's a there's a dynamic there. I, I don't know if it's walking on eggshells with him. I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm with you. I don't question that the man is is skilled. I'm mm-hmm. critical of him, but I know he's skilled. Mm-hmm. It's just he seems to be the hardest player in the league to mesh with. And I don't know if it's his style or the league. I don't know what it is, but it's another team where it just can't quite seem to make it work. Yeah. I mean, he had a decent game last night and he scored mm-hmm. 22 points mm-hmm. uh, and, and they, they struggled. Out but yeah. again, that that style of basketball, that I think it's the James Harden style. We're watching guys all around the league play. We watch Luca do it every night. We talked about Tyree Celebrating. We watch Trey Young do it. You have to shoot really well. You have to drive all the time and you have to be uber effective to make that work. And James at his age now and his size and his weight and his, his conditioning and all that stuff, it's just not the same as it once was now. When he was prime, James Harden, this is one of the greatest offenses we've ever seen. Like, statistically, it's one of the most efficient offenses we've ever seen. He's just not that anymore. Plus, you have guys, Kawhi and Paul George, that kind of occupy the same space on the court. They like to have the ball. They like to pound the ball a lot. Um, it's it's just all a weird mix, basketball-wise. They, they seem like they get along with each other plenty. Right. But right. but they had to play basketball, too. I know I know we got to go, but can I can I ask Eddie, just one question. Five seconds, Eddie. Just five seconds. Yes or no? Shakur is fighting on Thursday. Is Shakur on the same level as Devin and Tank? I got a Devin Haney episode, et cetera, mm-hmm. coming fight mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. He talks about Shakur quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to run you late into your uh, commercial break here, but mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. He needs to Ooh. show it in the ring. Mm-hmm. He needs to show it in the ring. And I love Shakur. Mm-hmm. He needs to show it in the ring. He needs to show it at the box office. He mm-hmm. needs to show it mm-hmm. uh, on, on the TV ratings. Mm-hmm. End of the day, here's my thing. He did get offered the fight. Everybody knows he's got offered the fight. Everybody's admitted it. Even if he got short money, that fight's like a 70-30 fight. Like, it's not like he got crazy right. slighted. If you feel like you're that much better, take the 25, mm. beat him, get we, 60 next yeah. time. We're going to talk. We're going to talk, Eddie. We're going to talk. We're going Because I'm, I'm smelling what you're cooking. We're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to talk. We're going to talk. <laughs> 
Yes, sir. Eddie will be in the ring for that fight. Oh, I'm for sure. Facts. Yeah, he'll be he'll be he'll be on a walkout crew. Corner yeah, tracks. Saw, Eddie man. Gonzalez. Try <laughs> to be in the Bay that week. We're gonna see, man. I'm excited. Eddie, we love you, baby. Thanks for making time for us, man. We appreciate you, fellas. Good as always. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 